What is up you guys? This is Jared and you are listening to the Back Road Exploration Podcast and today I've got my brother Mike. Howdy. And we are going to be talking about tent camping versus sleeping in your rigs. But before we jump deep into that topic, Mike, what has been going on with you? Well, I have two things that happened to me this past week. First thing is we recorded a new video, two new videos actually, although only one of them's out. Um, it's five things I hate about my forerunner and 10 things that I love about my forerunner. Um, just talking about some of the pros and cons to the forerunner. Overall, I really, really love the forerunner, but it's not perfect and definitely has some things that I wish it did better. And honestly, some things that drive me nuts about it. So it was nice to get that out. It's been interesting to see some people's feedback. Um, this is, it's kind of funny, you know, we kind of look at our, our likes and dislikes on videos and this video so far has like, I don't know if it has the most amount of likes total, but so far proportionally to likes, it's definitely the most amount of dislikes. So I'm not sure if we did a horrible job or if all the Toyota lovers out there are mad that the, I can think there's anything that I dislike about the Toyota. So I thought that was kind of funny, but I think it was a good video. Um, I think you can learn from it, you know, if you're looking into getting a forerunner and, um, it's also nice, I read in some of the comments, a few of the things that I actually dislike about mine, they've fixed in newer versions. So that's cool. Um, but it's not, you know, I, I, they were good videos. And then the other thing that happened um, is pretty recently, I think it, it was this week, it may have been before this week, but it's on my mind is I got a new, um, for Christmas, my wife bought me a high lift jack and I just recently bought a mount that attaches to my rack so I can hook it up to my rack. So I'm excited about that so that, you know, if we ever need a high lift jack, I'll have one and I can at least feel like a real tough overlander because I'll have a high lift mounted to the roof. So if nothing else, I have street cred. I definitely think you pissed off the Toyota fanboys. So full disclosure, Mike owns a Toyota 4Runner. I own a Toyota Land Cruiser. We like Toyotas, but we don't consider ourselves Toyota fanboys. Um, and this video has definitely struck a chord. We, I, I haven't looked at all videos, but I'm like 99% positive that it has the most dislikes. I think the next closest video has like 10, but that video also has like 30,000 views. <laughs> so this one is at under a thousand views and already has like, I think we're up to like 15 or 16 dislikes on it. Now, admittedly, a couple of the things that you mentioned are things that aren't necessarily applicable to all forerunner situations. So for example, you kind of talked about how you don't love um, like the third row and a lot of Toyota forerunners don't even have a third row and lots of people don't want a third row. So I can see how some people kind of take issue with that. The rest of, but at the same time, you needed a vehicle with a third row. That's the reason that you chose your model of forerunner specifically is that it had the third row and had all the other things that you want. And I feel like the video is super, super fair. And I also think that it talks about some of the things that people probably should know about when considering buying a forerunner. Now, none of them I think would convince anyone that wants a forerunner not to get it. And that isn't really the purpose of the video. The purpose is you're saying, Hey, I have one. Here's my issues with it. And then we're doing a follow-up video where we talk about 10 things that you love, which is an excellent video that people should definitely check out. So I think that we were super fair in it. I've just gotten a kick out of how much, I don't know how much hate there's been on it or not necessarily hate, but just interaction. Cause I do think a lot of the comments have been really good where people are saying, well, Hey, did you think about this? Or maybe you should have gotten a different vehicle because of this. 
And I think some of the comments that they've had have been pretty value, you know, pretty valuable. Yeah, I think so too. And obviously, I'm not trying to convince people not to buy a Forerunner. I still love the Forerunner, and that we'll see that in the next video. But it's just not perfect. That's all. And I think I think that everything, um, you know, nothing is too perfect that it can't be nitpicked and improved upon. And I definitely think the Forerunner can be improved upon, even though I think it's a really awesome vehicle, and I'm glad I have one. And if I had to make the purchase again, I'd probably get another Forerunner. Yeah, totally understand. Uh, so to kind of talk about our topic today of sleeping in a tent versus sleeping in the rig, we both do both, which I think that's one of the reasons that we wanted to talk about this. And I know that this is it's not necessarily like a, hotly contested subject or something, but definitely people have strong opinions about which one they like and which one they don't like. I like both, um, and for different reasons. I tend to favor sleeping in the rig, and we can kind of go into that in a little bit more detail when we're talking about that. But in general, I think we have good insights on it because depending on how many kids we're bringing and how much of our family's coming along on our trips, we both do tent camping and we both also stay in the rig. So, First, let's talk about just general preferences of things that you like about sleeping or utilizing a tent, and then we'll compare that to sleeping in the rig and, and some of the pros and cons. Well, obviously, the, big, the biggest difference for us, at least, is the tent can have more space, and your vehicle has a very fixed size. And so I actually have a really big tent that can fit my whole family in it, um, of six, and so it's a it's an eight-man tent. We're a little tight in there if we're all crammed in, but it's okay. Um, and if I ever need to bring everyone, there's no way we're fitting in the rig. So that's by far the biggest pro for me of the tent is just that it's so much bigger. Um, another thing that's really nice about at least the tent I got, which I like, is you can stand up, fully stand up inside. You can change, you can stretch, you can, whatever you need to do, you have full freedom of movement and just way more space. And that's one thing that's way nicer about a tent than a vehicle is you are just having so much more room. Yeah, I definitely think that those are, to me, the two biggest things is one, you just have more space, um, which is super valuable. If you're taking more than a couple of people, you're going to need some type of a tent or sleeping setup that can accommodate that. And and a tent is by far the best. Um, what's the tent that you have again? So I have a Kodiak canvas tent. It's a spring bar type tent. Yeah, and it's 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 nice. It's big. It has the nice canvas sides, um, which I think makes it really durable and also very weatherproof. Um, it's also more rigid than like your flimsy, I don't know what, like your what a nylon or whatever your microfiber tents, you know, are. So I think that that helps with both insulation and just with the general flapping. Although it, when it flaps, it is loud. It doesn't flap as easily in my opinion. Yeah. And I, I've been really happy with the canvas tent. I was looking for something that would last me a long time. And I've, I've had, you know, an old tent that I used for a long time. It was one of the little nylon ones, but it was the bars were breaking and it was just kind of wearing out. And I was, I was looking for something a little longer lasting and uh, the canvas tents have really good reputation for both lasting a long time. And if by some unlucky chance, some part of them breaks, they're actually reasonably repairable as well. Whereas I felt like with my tent, it was just kind of like, this is a one-off piece and 
there's nothing you can do. I actually had the centerpiece that held mine together, held the poles together, like rotted out on my old tent and the, the plastic just collapsed. So I couldn't connect all the bars. I ended up using like part of an old kid's bicycle seat <laughs> and a sprinkler pipe just to hold the, just so the bars had something to go into. And it was super ghetto, but um, it still worked, but I was looking for something nicer and, and more long lasting. And I've really liked the Kodiak for that. Yeah, I think one of the main key benefits that you mentioned is that they actually are repairable and replaceable. So you you know, Kodiak and some of the other spring bar tent companies have been around for a long time. If you need to replace a bar, it's not something that's difficult to pick up and purchase from them. And you can buy things like patch kits and things like that so that you can take care of the canvas, repair any holes, things like that. So those are some of the main benefits. Another one of the benefits that we don't necessarily utilize as much because we tend to camp in one spot and then move to the next spot and then move to the next spot is that you can you have a place for all of your gear and whereas for example if you're sleeping in your rig one you're taking gear out or you're removing the gear into different positions within the vehicle and then if you want to get up and go somewhere in the morning then you got to move it all back take your bed out things like that whereas if you have the tent set up you basically it's i just think tents are way better for base camping would probably be the easiest way to put it if you're going to stay in one position even if you're going to go and do a lot of you know, day trip type excursions while from that base camp, you have a better base camp than from within a vehicle. If I had to lay out my bed like I'm normally doing and then take it up and lay it out again and take it up all in the exact same place, sleeping in the rig would be a lot more annoying. And if you're base camping, you have a lot more of a control over your environment of where you're going to be sleeping. That's one of the things that I like about sleeping in the rig is you can kind of just pull up and sleep anywhere. Whereas with a tent you want to find a good place so anyways going back to that i just think tents they're better for base camping you're going to have more space you've got a ton of space for your equipment all of your gear so you can take it out of your rig or off of the roof you can be putting it inside of the tent to keep it out of the weather um, and also just kind of easy access and you're not necessarily like maneuvering things around as you're sleeping inside of it so those are kind of the main pros to me of having a tent uh are there any others that we're missing i think those are the the main things that i can think of i actually whenever we we have a big fathers and sons outing every year and we've talked about it in some of our videos but we meet with all of our cousins and our uncles and each other and just have a really take our kids and have a really fun outing and we usually base camp we stay in the same place for a few days so even though i would have room in my rig on those trips i always take my tent and all of our gear goes in that and stays in that for three two or three days and i, I love the base camping aspect of having a tent and if i know we're going to base camp i'll pretty much always take a tent and the, the i like sleeping in the rig when we're on the move but when we're base camped the tent just makes more sense to me because then you're not packing and unpacking. But I think we'll talk more about that when we get to the cons of sleeping in the rig. Yeah. And I, I think that, um, another, it made me think of another benefit is my kids love sleeping in the tent. They love it. I don't know if it's just that it's like an extra adventure to them or if they feel like they have a little bit more space. Whereas we're in the vehicle. It's really when we're using the vehicle, it's basically for sleeping. Whereas the tent, they can kind of get in and play and make it part of their adventure. And so my boys, especially, are always like, "Are we taking the tent? Are we taking the tent?" 
And so I think that that's an aspect of it that they like. Now, I have a very basic, this is a Coleman Walmart special tent. It's a, they call it a uh, six-person or a five-man, excuse me, tent. There's no way you could fit five people in there that are all adults, but my family of five, because I have three small children and my wife, we all fit in it very comfortably. And it's held up really well. It's been on a ton of camping trips. And, you know, this isn't like a super fancy, you know, tent, but a few things that I like about it is it has the the sewn-in um, tarp. So basically the whole floor is a tarp and it goes up a couple of inches. I like that so I don't have to be worrying about putting a tarp out and then water getting in. You always have water getting on top of the tarp and then running underneath the tent and then you're getting wet that way. And so that's one of the things I like about that tent. But it's nothing special. It already has problems with the zippers and a few things that we kind of just deal with when we use it. And I definitely wouldn't replace my tent with it if I bought a new one. But it's been on tons of camping trips and it's held up great. Downsides of sleeping in a tent. For me, the very first and most is that I hate pitching tents. And that goes into lots of things. But... I hate finding a nice spot for pitching a tent. And I think that that's problematic because we do a lot of camping in the desert. And so either you're on rock or you're on sand, both of which are extremely hard to put down stakes. And so if you have any wind at all, you're screwed. And for a tent like yours, you really have to be able to be staked down to even have the structure. And so, yeah, uh, yeah we had a trip a few years ago in Cathedral Valley where I couldn't get my stakes in all the way down because there was only about four inches of sand on top of rock. And so I couldn't pound into the rock. So I, it was decent weather. So I thought, oh, we'll be fine. And I just kind of did the stakes kind of a little bit at an angle. And it was not nice weather in the middle of the night. Just crazy storm came in. And like you said, my one downside of the spring bar, they're really, uh, they're really strong tents. They actually handle the weather pretty well but they have to be staked down well. Otherwise, they don't, they'll just collapse if they're not staked down. And I was up all night trying to keep the, the stakes in the ground, and finally we ended up giving up and taking the tent down. And just, just going on with that, I would say, in really bad weather, my vehicle is a lot more waterproof and a lot more uh, resistant to wind than any tent I've ever been in. Some are really waterproof, I should say. My tent's really waterproof. But wind resistance, even just the noise of wind, even if your tent's going to stand up, tents are really loud in the wind. And your vehicle is not very loud in the wind. Yeah, definitely a con of tents is anything to do with weather. So if it's cold, they're colder. If it's windy, they're getting, they're being pushed around the flapping it keeps you awake even if they're not being pushed around if it's rainy you have to be really careful if it's a, more of your nylon type tents you have to be careful about touching the side otherwise the condensation is able to seep through um there's just there's so many problems as far as that goes if it's raining a ton you have to make sure that you trenched it properly and that there's a good place for that water to flow so that it's not basically just dropping onto your uh, tarp and then getting in underneath in between the tarp and the bottom of the layer of the tent and then you're going to be getting wet that way to me the main cons of tents is bad weather if you have great weather tents are awesome i love them but if you have bad weather really problematic and can be really frustrating yeah you also have to dry them out afterwards 
if my if my car gets rained on, it's I don't have to worry about the inside being wet later. But if my tent gets rained on and I have to fold it up, now I have a folded up wet tent if it's still a wet day, you know. So prolonged wet weather is especially bad. If it if it's wet in the night and then it's a sunny day and you can leave it out to dry, that's fine. But there's a possibility you get dumped on one night and then you have to pack your tent down because you're driving somewhere else. And then you have a wet tent in your bag all day long. And then you unpack a wet tent in the rain. And yeah, especially rain, I would say, is the worst for tents. They just, they do not handle it well. They do not want to be wet. And they they can be kind of miserable. Yeah, I, I really don't like that aspect of it. I always think back to Jason Kirchie from Swell Runner who had, now he had a r- rooftop tent. This is when he was living in Florida. He was on a trip. It rained. He had to pack it up. And Florida's just so hot, it happened way faster. So he knows that he needs to air it out and stuff. And when he went to open it up to air it out, there was already tons of mildew growing. And he did a bunch of stuff to combat it. And I actually think eventually he ended up cleaning that tent up pretty nicely and then selling it to someone who knew that it had those problems at a discount just so that he could get away from it. But I hate airing out my gear just in general and having to, when you get home, open up a tent, pop it up and let it air out and dry out for a day is really frustrating when you don't even like pitching tents. Cause that's the other dent. One of the other cons to me is I really don't like pitching tents and I've had tents that are super easy to put up. You and I had one when we were growing up that was a one minute setup tent. And admittedly, I loved taking that one on trips because you could get it up so quick while everyone else is spending 15, 20 minutes putting up their tents or even longer, especially if it's a lot of times it was like on Boy Scout trips and it was guys who had never even pitched their tent before. So they just barely got it and they were learning how to do it. I always loved having that really quick tent, but any tent that goes up really quickly like that, especially the older models, there's newer kind of cool models now, but the older models are always really big. And so I just, I don't love, uh, I really don't love pitching a tent. It's a non, it's a very unenjoyable experience for me. And so that's actually one of my main reasons I like sleeping in the rig is I just don't like pitching a tent. I feel like you're dealing with a little bit more dirt and dust. It's a lot easier when you're getting in your rig to kind of kick off your shoes. You can kind of beat them up against the side of the rig or against your rock sliders to kind of get rid of some of that dust and dirt. And then you can, I usually will put my uh, shoes, I just put them on my fenders of my Jeep. So they're really quick, easy access, but then I'm not bringing that dirt inside. And you try not to bring the dirt inside the tent, but with kids, they're just constantly bringing dirt inside. And for some reason, when it gets in the vehicle, it kind of just all finds its way down to the floorboards. <laughs> and then you can vacuum that up. But where it's in your tent, it's where you're going to be sleeping. And I feel like they're a little bit dirtier too, which I don't like. And I don't know. To me, there's a lot of cons. The main benefits, like we had mentioned, are just absolute space. And then they are very comfortable if you're staying somewhere for a long time. You can leave all your sleeping gear out if someone wants to go and take a nap during the middle of the day. Those are kind of some of the other things. Can you think of any other cons where you're just really frustrated or don't like a tent? Uh, You mentioned it a little bit, but some places it's really hard to find a flat spot, especially with a tent my size. It's hard to find a spot that's level enough. I mean, a lot of times we're camping in the mountains and you're just like, well, I guess I'm camping on a slope. I'm going to be on a slope. And also it's going to have rocks and it's going to have tree roots and you know my my tent has a 10 foot square floor 
and that's a pretty big surface area to find free of roots free of rocks and you know there's things you can combat that like giving a nice big pad and but but the slope especially if it's not flat there's not really anything you can do about it you're sleeping on a hill and there's been more than one time I go camping with my boys and I sleep and in the morning both of them are curled up at the bottom of the tent because they've slid down in the night and it wasn't even like we were on that steep of a hill but there's just nothing you can do about it you're kind of on a slope and there's there's nothing you can do you are at the mercy of the ground and so that's one con to me is just if the ground is not good you are potentially having a bad night's sleep yeah absolutely and i actually another thing that i was thinking about with that is Another downside of a tent is the space that they take up. Your tent is very big, and uh, it, it takes up a lot of space in the rig. And when you're talking about like a Forerunner or a Jeep, um, or even a Land Cruiser, you know, which are some of the most popular overlanding rigs, space is at a premium. And man, when I go on a trip and I have to bring that tent, that's just one extra thing that I have to find a place for. And even though my tent is fairly compact. It's still decent size, and it's definitely taking up space that I don't necessarily want to give up. And so that's another downside of bringing a tent is you're just eating up more space inside the rig. Yeah, that's totally true. And my tent, like you said, it is really big when it's small. In fact, I was actually looking at different tents before I looked into mine because mine, mine's not too hard to set up, and I've got the system down. I can put it up pretty fast. But when I was looking into tents... I, I looked into Oz tents, and I don't know if you've heard of those, but they're a tent from Australia, and they're really awesome. They set up really fast. They're kind of like a three-piece motion, and then the tent's up. And they're they're a nice, big, strong, sturdy canvas tent. But as I was reading about them, one of the reasons they're so fast to put up is one of the bars is always constantly solid. And that bar for at least this te- size 10 I was looking at is six feet long, I think. So you need a six foot long space in your vehicle or on the roof or wherever. Like this tent is huge in the thing. And that's why I ended up actually going with mine. Cause even though I think mine folds into like a bigger circle, like a bigger ball, it's not so long that I could fit it inside my rig. And that's another downside. Like you may, if, if your tent's too big, you may be forced to throw it on top. So just finding a place for the tent is definitely a downside. You you are taking up space that could otherwise be used for other stuff. For sure. And for at six feet long, it either is going to have to go in the bed of like a truck. And if you don't have a truck, it's got to go on the roof rack. That, that's not going to fit width-wise inside your Forerunner or my Jeep. Yeah, for sure. There's just no way. So, all right. Well, I think we've kind of hammered out the pros and the cons pretty well of what sleeping in a tent is like. So let's talk about sleeping in the rig. And to kind of preface that, we'll talk a little bit about each of our vehicles and our setup for it. So one of the nice, really nice things about the um, Jeep Wrangler is that the rear passenger seat folds down flat and makes a flat surface from the back of the Jeep all the way to the front seats. There is a, 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 a gap where basically where the seats had folded down where the backrest would be. So even though it's a flat surface, so you don't have like an incline or anything, but you do have a dip that you need to put something in. So some people will buy like a plate system, different things like that. For me, honestly, I just put down some pads there and uh, that makes it so that I can't even tell that there's anything there. 
you, you, the way that you sleep in the Jeep, um, if you're sleeping with your head towards the rear of the Jeep, basically that gap is where your legs are anyway, so you would never notice it. Um, my Jeep's actually a little bit narrower that way because I have the, um, the aftermarket. It's not an aftermarket. I have the base in the back, so that sticks out a little bit. So I actually usually sleep with my head towards the front of the vehicle, which does put that gap about where my butt is usually. And so I usually put something in there and it's not a problem at all. I would say that 95% of my trips, I'm sleeping inside the rig. So that's gonna change a lot over the next year. So I have three children. Um, if you've watched any of our videos, I take my two boys on almost all of my trips. And um, our baby is almost two now and she's getting a lot better at this kind of stuff. We took her on a couple of trips last year. I'm planning on taking her on four or five trips this year. When we all go as a family, then we're back in the tents. But because up to this point, it's either been just me or me and my boys for almost all of my trips, I'm sleeping inside of the rig. I actually, I sleep in my Forerunner most of the time. And for some of the models of Forerunner, that actually works pretty good. I know that at least some of the models, they have a tray in the back that slides in and out and it lines up perfectly with the, with the seats and is pretty flat. If you don't have the tray, then there's a big gap you have to have, or I have the third row option, which I've talked about a lot. I need the extra seats. With the third row option, they actually have completely different middle row seats and they fold down differently. Everything about them is different. And so even though the back where the third row seats are folds completely flat, once you get to the second row seats, there's actually a pretty big gap, both in height and in from the third row. And I, I actually tried to sleep in there once <laughs> and uh, vowed never to do it again because it was horrible. <laughs> and no matter what I did, I could not get comfortable. It, it, it's right where the crease is, is right in the middle of your back. And either there's a hole in your back, there's a hole where your back goes, or there's a giant bump where your back goes. And it just did not work for me. And so I, I was thinking about getting a, a smaller tent, but for some of the reasons we've talked about small t tents being kind of an issue, I thought, well, I can have the best of both worlds. If I need my tent, I'll take my big one. And if I just need a little bit of space, I actually built a sleeping platform for my my Forerunner. And I really like that. It gives me a nice flat surface, the full length of the rig, and it's been pretty awesome. Uh, one other thing I also like about it actually is it holds a bunch of my gear under where I sleep. So I don't necessarily have to take everything out when I sleep because that is one downside of sleeping in the rig is you have to take a whole bunch of stuff out. And so I, I've been pretty happy sleeping in the Forerunner since I got the sleeping platform. It's been really nice. Um, one of the downsides I would say, and this is more for me because I have the platform, is I cannot sit fully straight up inside mine because of how high my gap is. And in theory, if all you were trying to do is cover the the difference in heights between the two levels, you could have it be a lot lower and then maybe you could sit up. But I wanted actual storage space underneath. And because of that, I can't sit up all the way and like getting dressed in the morning is a little tight. Yeah, I, I know that that's one of the downsides to me. Now for the Jeep, I would, because it has a flat platform as it is, you'd have to build a full platform for the whole 
rear of the Jeep with the seats folded down. So a platform isn't necessarily something that I'm looking for, although I do like your platform, but I love in the Jeep that I can sit up. I'm 6'2", I have no problem sitting up in there, changing those types of things that just make it a lot easier. So talking about the positives of sleeping in the rig, basically a lot of the positives are what the cons are of not of, of sleeping in a tent and the the main pro to me is just protection from the elements so we live in utah which means that we have really hot summers and really cold winter fall and spring and we do a lot of camping in the mountains and even in like july if you're camping high up in the mountains you can be up near 10,000 feet and it's getting down into the low 40s or even in the 30s at night and so I like that you have protection from the elements. If it rains, not a big deal. You're not worried about it at all. You do have some extra insulation from being off of the ground and inside the vehicle. I'm not going to say that it's a ton warmer to me. That's not a key reason to do it, but it is a little bit warmer. And for me, I love the protection from the wind. So in that trip that you were talking about, we did a trip through Cathedral Valley. You were using your spring bar tent. We had terrible weather that night. It was so bad that multiple times in the middle of the night, I was sleeping inside my Land Cruiser and the wind shook the vehicle so hard that it would wake me up. But that just goes to show you inside the tent with that flapping and craziness, you guys got no sleep. Finally, in the middle of the night, we broke down the tent and you guys got in your rig and you just, I think you just laid down the seats in the front, you know, front and passenger seat and rested for basically the morning. And I remember we got a late start that day because I wanted you guys to get some nice rest. So, that, and I slept great, you know, like I, I, I woke up because there was some windy sections, but nothing that I wouldn't have woken up in any other situation, basically. So to me, having protection from the elements, super, super nice. Yeah, for sure. That night, I remember I couldn't sleep because I was like, this is so windy. I don't know if my tent is going to stay up. And as soon as we got in the car, even though I was in a less comfortable position, actually, because when I was in the tent, I had a nice cot and a sleeping bag, and laying down in the seats is not the most comfortable position, but I knew 100% I was not going to blow away, and I was able to go to sleep peacefully, and I was out. And so that's definitely a big thing. Another advantage of sleeping in the rig is, worst case scenario... If you are just freezing, you can turn on the heater. Yeah. You are already in a vehicle with a built-in heater. Absolutely. Right? So maybe it's not optimal, and obviously you're wasting some of your gas and stuff, but you don't have to freeze. And with a tent, if you did not prepare well enough, you may end up in the car. I actually remember once as a youth with the Boy Scouts – we got snowed on and the tent collapsed and it broke the poles. And so at like two in the morning, we all ended up, there were like four or five of us, I think in this tent, we all ended up cramming inside of a Ford Explorer, an old Ford Explorer <laughs> with the leader who was sleeping there. And there were like six of us trying to sleep, just sitting up in the car because our tent was broken because it collapsed under the weight of the snow. Yeah. I, I have used that tactic more than once. In fact, a lot of the times, especially when I have the boys, before we go to bed, I'll turn on the rig, let it run for 10, 15 minutes, pump in as much heat as possible. 
that definitely doesn't like stay the night by any means, but it does help um, everyone kind of fall asleep. And when you're falling asleep, once you're in that bag, you start warming up your sleeping bag. And so it kind of makes that initial chill a lot better. And then again, in the mornings, often it's real cold in the mornings. It's a lot easier for me, but especially for my boys to get up and be ready to eat and those types of things if the rig's warm. So a lot of times, you know, 20 minutes before I want to start actually getting up and doing stuff, I'll turn the rig on and I'll just stay inside my sleeping bag and basically until the heat starts to cook me out of it. Then I'll, okay, now I'm going to get out. I'm going to start to change, get on my clothes, and then jump out of the rig and start working on some breakfast and stuff. And typically that heat will then stay warm inside the rig until I'm done making breakfast and I can have the boys eat really quick and then we're good to go. And so I, I it is definitely an aspect of it that I like. Um, one of the things that you mentioned about tents that's a con is just the availability of places and to me that's one of the main benefits of sleeping inside the rig is you can park anywhere often we're in sand or we're in the desert and there's a ton of rocks or we're in the mountains and there's rocks or it's off maybe it's not super level whatever the case may be I'm really not that worried about it one you can kind of level out the vehicle a little bit better by using some rocks or using some traction boards things like that and you can just park anywhere. I like that I can, a lot of really cool campsites that we've stayed at would have been terrible with a tent because it's just not a good place for it or you've been really uncomfortable with rocks. And if you're not laying on the ground, that means you're bringing a cot and sleeping on a cot, which is just more gear that you're bringing. And so to me, one of the main benefits of sleeping inside your rig is basically you can pull over anywhere and sleep. In fact, I did a trip where we were up in the Henry Mountains. Um, We ended up getting stuck and it took a long time for me to get unstuck. And by the time I got unstuck, we were driving back, we needed to get back. And so we drove a long ways and I got to about an hour and a half away from being home. And I was just totally beat. I was so exhausted. So I just pulled off on the side of the road, um, in a little small town and slept for like three hours and then woke up. Okay. Now I'm going to go and go the rest of the way. And So to me, really sleeping inside the rig just gives you way more available places to camp, to set up and sleep. And to me, that's a big benefit. Absolutely. You know, we talked about both. You can self-level a car by piling rocks under some of the wheels. You can't self-level a tent. You can't pile rocks under one side. That's not going to make it a better sleeping (laughs) experience. And so, yeah, I love that about the rig. I remember when we went to the Poison Springs Road. It was an awesome trip, but we were having a f- hard time finding a camp spot because we got in way late, and we ended up just pulling over between the road and a wash, and it was just like solid rock the whole way. Like It would have been a horrible camp spot, but it was fine. We know that our sleep surface is the back of our rigs, which we've already got constant. It's always the same. We know what it's going to be like. It's always nice. All we have to do is get the vehicle itself level and we're good to go. So I love that about sleeping in the rig. I also like inside the rig kind of just the availability of stuff. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I like that like the chargers right there. If I need to charge a phone, a lot of times I'm putting my boys down to bed significantly earlier than I want to go to sleep. And uh, so I will sometimes I'll jump in the rig after they've fallen asleep and I'm not quite ready to go to sleep, but I'm tired of sitting out by the fire by myself. I'll like open up, read a book, um, watch a movie, things like that. And being able to just plug my phone in, that's super handy. Um, 
I like that I often am keeping some of my food in there where I don't really want to keep my food inside the tent because I don't want to attract animals. Um, I can feel confident leaving it inside the rig and I'm not really going to be bothered by mostly I'm not really worried about big animals, even though that is definitely a possibility like attracting bears or something like that. But I have had issues where I've, especially in the desert camping, you get these desert mice. If you leave any food inside your tent, they will eat a hole in the side of it and be inside your tent. They will eat through a sleeping bag. They'll eat through your duffel bag to get to that food. And so I like that I have a secure place for it. I like that I can hurry and grab it if I want a little snack. Um, to me, there's just a lot of benefits of having kind of everything that you want right there with you. It does make it so that things are more crowded and you're kind of moving things to get to things, which is kind of annoying. Um, and I think if you have a good setup and I think I've fine tuned mine that I'm not doing that as much, I can kind of move things to the side, put things on the roof rack that I don't care about having out in the elements. But there are definite downsides. But to me, one of the main upsides is you kind of just have everything around you, which is handy. Yeah, for sure. And I think that is a good lead into the big downsides of sleeping in the rig. Um, first of all, we talked about a little bit as a as a pro for tents is space. You know, your 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 vehicle may not have a ton of space. Mine fits. I sleep in there okay with one of my kids. I could probably fit two kids of my the littler ones. Um, my older daughter, if it's just me and her, that's the whole rig. We're taking up the whole space. So it's definitely, you are very limited on space is one of the cons. And the other con is kind of you alluded to, at least another con, I should say. And this one's kind of annoying. It's annoying for me is when it's time to camp. Okay, let's take everything out of the back of the rig and move it out of the way, even if it's stuff you're going to end up sleeping with, like you got to take everything out and then put it all back in or put it somewhere else. You got to take out your sleeping bag so you can put in your sleeping mat and then you put your sleeping bag back in there. You got to take out all your cooking stuff so you're not sleeping with it and throw it somewhere else. And I find I end up putting some stuff on top of the vehicle, some stuff on the vehicle, on the ground next to the vehicle, and anything I think I'll need during the night, I'll pile on the front seats. But just you are displacing everything that was in the back of the vehicle, and it's got to find a new place to go, and that's kind of annoying. Yeah, if I'm going just by myself, it's really handy because I can basically, I kind of just build like a wall of stuff, and then I can just sleep on one side. But most of my trips aren't just by myself. I'm usually bringing my two boys, and we all fit inside the Jeep. We can sleep in there. We've had three trips this year where we slept in it, and I brought the dog and had her sleep inside with us. Most of the time she sleeps outside, but when it's really cold, we did a couple really high mountain snow winter trips, and I wanted her to sleep inside with us. And it's definitely a tight fit, but we all slept very comfortably. And, but we are getting to that edge where as Wyatt, who's seven, almost eight years old, as he's getting older, his legs take up more space. Cause right now I can basically benefit from, I sleep and then the boy's legs don't even get far enough to even really be hitting me or bothering me, but that's going to change over time. And Wyatt's going to get tall enough that it's not going to work for us long-term to have all three of us in there. But to me, so that's a, that's a space issue. You're definitely limited. I agree with you that basically you have space for two adults if you're trying to sleep two adults and nothing else. Um, and I really dislike the displacement of gear. 
So what I will normally do is like what you mentioned, I'll pull out my gear and I have some nice um, kind of Rubbermaid tile bins that st or type bins that I can put outside that I'm not worried about or I'll put them on the roof rack. I'll take my tool bag out, put it up on the roof rack, kind of make this space. But I am not in a quick mobile position. If you have a tent set up and you need to jump in your rig and go do something, whether you want to go out for a you know just a night adventure to go check out a cool sunset or you need to go somewhere in a hurry because of an emergency or something, I'm really not set up well for that at all. I'd have to end up leaving a ton of gear because you're just, it, the gear is kind of being displaced everywhere, especially my front passenger seat. I'll kind of take tons of stuff and put it there so that it's still accessible, but then I can still get in and drive. I kind of try to leave my driver's seat open just in case for some reason I ever had to like turn on the rig and just leave. Um, but that would still leave things on top of the roof rack and things like that. So I'm hoping as I fine tune, I have a roof rack on my Jeep that I really don't utilize yet very well. And as I come up with what storage solutions I want to do up there, I'm hoping that will eliminate a lot of the um, stuff I have to keep inside the rig, but I'm not really looking to make my roof rack just this huge bog down thing. So I really want to put some of the lighter stuff up there. Um, and a few things that are, Hey, you want to have this with you all the time, but you don't need it very often. Like some of my recovery gear, the downside is recovery gear is heavy, but the upside is you don't frequent it very often. So you can kind of leave it there in general. You're just dealing with all of your stuff. You got to pull it all out, which is kind of annoying. I don't really find it to be that much faster. Like I've gone, we've gone on trips with other people who are using a tent. And especially if I'm going with my boys, I don't think that sleeping inside the rig is quicker. If, if it is, it's not much, it's definitely not a benefit. Yeah. And you know, we talk about the cons of moving stuff. If I'm setting up my tent, truthfully, I'm moving a ton of the stuff also, because all your sleeping gear has got to go in the tent. The tent itself was somehow packed in your rig. Half the time I end up having to pull everything out of the rig just to get all the sleeping bags and, I usually put the sleeping bags in the back because the recovery gear and the food I need accessible for during the day. And so in some ways it's not a ton worse displacing everything I feel like than a tent. Cause I, I mostly end up taking almost everything out anyway, but it still is more of a displacement. Now it could be depending on how you have your rig set up. I know some people they'll have, they'll have a permanent sleeping spot. That's pretty much always free of space and they'll just have one spot they're driving solo and that spot's perfect and always there for so for them maybe they don't have that con but at least the way i do it especially since the way my platform is built my platform has to be put down every night it's not meant to be driven set up it actually the the part that supports you um over the second row seats is not permanently attached. So if you're going over bumps or something, it would just fall off and start banging around. The only way to keep it secure is to totally take it down. So especially in my case, I feel like I, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's really any faster than setting up a tent, maybe a little faster, but not a ton faster. But the setting up the tent actually for me doesn't bug me that much. That's not the biggest con to me. The biggest con is well, the location and where am I going to put a tent that's comfortable? It's a lot easier to put the rig somewhere comfortable. Right. Well, I think we've kind of outlined the pros and cons pretty well. Obviously there's basically two other sleeping situations that people do pretty frequently. And then I'll add in a third. 
Um, the third that doesn't happen as often is if you are a lot of backpackers will just use like hammocks. That's something that I've seen people do. They'll even tie them up in between their rigs, basically based on the roof racks. That works fine if you're going solo, but it, it's really hammocks are not great unless the person who is using them is capable of staying in it and getting in and out of it. So you need, you know, you need like a 13 or 14 year old and up. Um, and you're not necessarily protected from the elements very well. So that isn't a super common situation. And then the other two that are really common is some type of a trailer, whether that's a trailer that you sleep inside of or a trailer that has a rooftop tent. And then that other option is rooftop tents. Neither of us have owned a rooftop tent. Um, I think I'm probably more likely to get one than you. And I still haven't pulled the trigger because there's so many downsides to rooftop tents. We won't go into all of those, but the the main positives are you have a sleeping platform with you all of the time. Uh, most of them you can keep some of your sleeping gear in it, which would be nice because your pillow and your sleeping pad, your sleeping bags and pad take up a lot of space. And so if you could keep, even if all you could keep was your sleeping bag and a pillow in there, that's going to help save space from inside the rig and you can fold it out nice and quickly. Obviously your downsides are going to be cost is a huge downside. There's even the really inexpensive ones are close to a thousand dollars. Um, and then you have, you're basically adding a lot of top heavy weight onto your rig. And to me, that's a downside. And that makes it so that your vehicle is less capable. And even more important to me than less capable is that it does limit, like we could do a lot of stuff where you're in tight trees and you're having things scratch up against it. And I would be concerned about having an expensive rooftop tent up there uh, getting kind of scratched, you know, scratched up or scraped from trees and different things like that. So there's, those are kind of the main downsides. I don't really have a lot of the pros from a personal use perspective, but from just seeing what other people like about them, it, they're very comfortable. You have the ability to kind of go wherever you want, park wherever you want. Same, basically a lot of the benefits that you get from sleeping inside the rig and some of the benefits that you get from sleeping inside the tent, it's kind of that hybrid solution. That's nice. So I definitely see the appeal to them, and it's something that definitely intrigues me. Yeah, I think I think they're a really cool idea. Uh, if you've seen how fast I mod my vehicle in any of our YouTube channels, it's not very fast. Uh, I'm pretty cheap, and I kind of go with what I have, and a rooftop tent is just really expensive for me. The other problem for me is it's really hard to find a rooftop tent that'll seat six people or fit six people in it not seat, but you know what I mean? It, that's a ton of space. And so that's a huge con for me is I either have to find the biggest rooftop tent there is to fit everybody or, and I'm not even sure I could, like, I just don't even know if there's a rooftop tent that big. And if you do, the bigger they are, usually the more expensive they are. And so that's a huge con for me is space. But as far as if you're fitting, you know, two to four people, then they have a ton of the advantages of sleeping in the rig. Depending on your rig sleeping setup, it can be way faster than sleeping in the rig. I think some of the, the ones that have a canvas mat that fold out to the side, those look like they take a little while to set up and take down, but I still think it's faster than setting up my sleeping platform in my rig. And so that's a huge con. And if you get one of the hard shells, those are up and down in 30 seconds. You're ready to go. That's like super amazing. That sounds awesome. Yeah, if it, was, you mentioned, if it was just Lauren and I, a hard shell to me is like 100% the best solution. You can put them up really quick, uh, take them down really quick. To me, I see that as the perfect option. The downside is you're spending a ton of money on one, 
And if I was going to utilize it, I would basically need to sleep my wife and I up there and maybe the baby and then sleep the boys down in the rig anyways. So uh, I know that some people will do like Cascadia has a really big, it's like a queen size once you fold it all out. That still, you can't sleep six people on a queen size bed comfortably. But what a lot of people will do is then they'll pull out the annex room. And so then you can sleep a couple of people inside of that as if it was a tent. And so I think you could sleep your whole family that way. Um, but I agree. But if I'm setting up a tent anyway, I might as well just set up a tent. Yeah, the, exactly. So I don't. It's it's hard to to justify that aspect unless you're looking at the other advantages of you can kind of park it anywhere, those types of things. So now let's just talk about personal preference really quick. Um, which do you like better? So we only have the experience of the two we've mentioned, but I like sleeping in the rig better. I, I do it more often. If given the choice, I will sleep in the rig. The only exception to that is if we're base camping. So if I know we're going to be in the same place for many days in a row, then I'll take my tent. Even if it's just me, I would still take my tent because it's nice to be able to have all your gear stashed in there and know that that's your base camp and I don't have to worry about moving stuff in and out of the rig all the time. Short of base camps, I like sleeping in the rig better. Every trip we go on, if I don't take more than two kids, then I'm going to sleep in the rig because I find it easier to be more comfortable. And at least since I like to sleep on a cot if I'm in a tent, that's potentially another downside. There's other ways to get around it. But to be comfortable in the tent, I feel like I need a cot. And the cot's huge. And my tent's huge. And so it's just way less stuff to pack is one huge advantage of sleeping in the rig for me. And so I like sleeping in the rig more. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I really don't have any key, you know, things that you didn't mention, but my preference is definitely sleeping inside the rig. The only advantage to me to sleeping in a tent is means my whole family's coming, which I'm hoping we're going to do a lot more of. So as much as I like sleeping in the rig, I'm hoping I actually do a lot more tent camping in 2020 than I did in 2019. Um, but we want to hear from you guys. I want to know, uh, do you like sleeping in the rig? Would you rather have a tent? What are some of the pros and cons maybe that we missed or that you feel like kind of pushes you over the edge? Um, we'd love to get some of your feedback. You can actually email any questions that you have for us about our setups um, or just leave some comments by emailing us at backroadexploration at gmail.com and I'll put that email in the show notes. Um, you can also, in our show notes, there's actually going to be a on our website, um, I will embed a video of Mike's sleeping platform so you can kind of see uh, what that looks like, um, kind of how he built it and some of the methodologies behind it. Um, it's a really cool platform. It's a really cool video just in general. Um, it's one of our, I think it is our highest viewed video now. We're getting really close. So it's a, it's a cool setup. And um, I also have a couple of videos where I give, I don't do like a full tour of my sleeping setup inside the Jeep, but I have a couple of videos where I show it in a little bit more depth. So I'll embed one or two of those as well. But we would like to hear from you on, you know, basically what you like sleeping in the tent or sleeping in the rig. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please share our podcast with any of your friends that are into off-roading, overlanding, um, and also head over to iTunes and give us a rating their rating system plays a big role and factor in how basically how podcasts are promoted within the podcast 
um, store. So if you can go over there, give us a five-star review, um, and let us know anything that you would like us to kind of talk about on the podcast. Thanks so much for listening.